At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So tell me, can you look me in the is coming yeah. oh boys it's been a big week in sport massive week for england far out welcome everyone to the chats with cats podcast here with rick dan and mark and what better way to start your day than getting up at 3 30 in the morning to go and watch the soccer i got up at three football went to the casino got rejected they were maximum capacity and you were already drunk two beers in so i had a bit of a warm start Ended up going to the Arca Bar because that was the only place in Adelaide that was showing it besides the casino. Finally got in, enjoyed the match. 80% England fans, 20% Italy, I would have said. Thought England had it and then sure enough goes to penalties and I thought, you know what, Italy's going to win this because England just cannot do penalties. That goalkeeper is amazing. Mm. Yeah. He's crazy. He's 22 and, years old And respect, well. when he made that final save... He didn't celebrate because he saved the penalty of a 19-year-old. Yeah. What is a 19-year-old doing taking a penalty last? That's crazy. To he think. had never taken a penalty in, prof- in a professional level before then. Like, why did they give him that responsibility? Don't know. Like, he's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. Mm. Oh, I, I couldn't oh, well. do it. I couldn't <laughs> even do it now. Oh, imagine that pressure, though. And how can you decide a game, a football game, through penalties? Like, it's so... Random, like yeah. the keepers guessing which way they're going. Sometimes they have like a little sheet. They study what way players go. Like, but it's a bit... how, how else do you decide it? You can't. Like, you... no, no, golden goal. You play the game until someone scores a goal. If you have to play yeah. for a couple more hours, so be it. Yeah, I like, that's like that. Like a mental battle. Right? Yeah, that's good. A couple I'd... of days. Actually, do you know yeah. what? Do you know what I think would make soccer a much better game? Can complete... we call it football? Whatever. Whatever. Right. Is everyone dives and goes down. They use the VAR for all their goal offsides and whatever. Yeah. They should use that for anyone that goes down. Yes. Red and the card. umpire Red should, card. Yep. Red card or yellow card. It will stop all the diving. Oh, and, my God. That is brilliant. And they should stop the clock when the ball goes out or someone goes down. Yeah. That way there's no time waste. Okay. So when they use VAR and they're like, okay, is this a penalty? Isn't this a penalty? Should it be, is this this guy getting sent off for diving or yep. isn't it? Yeah. That's perfect. I love it. Because... The gap, come on, let's be honest. Like a little bit of contact and the rolling around, grabbing their knee, 
It's a bad look. And that okay. wastes time. People are listening right now going, oh, you guys don't know anything about football. Like, we, we get that. We're not huge football fans. But come on, you need to admit that it's the worst part of your game. It sucks. Yeah, it does. It ruins it for me. It makes me not want to watch it. Yeah. You're very quiet. Do you not agree? No, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. But we're never going to make that rule come into place. So no, I know, we're not. But wasting our This, is a, just, this is a podcast about our opinions, Rick. It yeah. actually is. True. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So another person that absolutely changed Australia on the weekend. Oh, was it weekend? Ash Barty? Yeah. When she played, was it? How sad? good was that? You know what I like I didn't about watch Ash it. Barty? No whinging, no whining, no bullshit. Just really good tennis, gets on with it and wins Grand Slams. And to win Wimbledon for the first time in how many years? I think the last... Um, 1966 or something like that. was uh, the Indigenous... Yvonne Gulligong. How good. She, uh, brilliant. Well enjoys done. a beer and her time off too. Good. And loves her footy. Well, we love beer and footy, so we've got a lot She's of... She's got our, our vote. I know. She yeah. should come around. Yeah. Oh, do you know who doesn't have my vote at the moment? Who? Nick Kyrgios. Why is oh, that? Oh, shame. Well, What's Nick done now? Oh, I don't want to play if there's no crowd. There's a crowd on the TV watching you, mate. What's what's the real reason, Rick? Come on, surely we know what the real reason is. Why doesn't there's no money involved? Yeah, they get paid to go to the Olympics. Not He's enough. You reckon like that's it? Minimum wage. Oh, probably. He's yeah. got a cushy life. He's over in Barbados or in the Bahamas yeah. or wherever he is at the moment. You'd think his sponsors would still pay up for him being there on the big stage. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. There's not big money in going to the Olympics. You don't tennis, get rich tennis, and famous and off of going to the Olympics. Tennis and Olympics doesn't work, does it? No one really cares. Well, well, we've had this discussion. It's going to be interesting to see how we feel after this round of Olympics is done and dusted. I think it's interesting, though. I'm torn on it, right? I completely get your point that, you know, oh, yeah, he's just sooking out, mm-hmm. basically. <clears throat> However, would you rather him go there and just, uh, like, attend because he feels compelled to attend? What, like, half-assed and, effort? Uh, yeah, and put on a really half-assed effort, like... Let's say if you sent Bernard Tomic. Oh, my mm. God. That guy's a stain on the human race. So what you're basically saying is if someone were to go and not give much of an effort, that's worse than just being brutally honest and being like, look, I yeah. do not want to go because of yeah. this and this. Absolutely. And I think you've got to respect the fact that he's actually come out and just said, hey, heart's not in it. You know what? There's not going to be crowds. Yeah. I don't want to – that's, that's never, never been me. I don't want to do that. And he's also got his health issues. Yeah. Like he had to retire from Wimbledon hurt in that um, game that he went out on. To so. be honest, I think Rick has a great point. The only thing I'd say is I think the reason that he gave about the crowds, like if he actually listed all the real reasons, then people would be like, oh, okay, I respect that. Because yeah. the crowds isn't the number one problem. It would be the financial reason. Maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. You'd probably rather someone that it would have missed out if he'd gone – they're trying their hardest, and then being an underdog and winning, that would be a better yeah. story, wouldn't it? Will Nick Kyrgios ever win a Grand Slam, in your opinion? I hope so. Because Djokovic would have to retire, probably, or be too old. Federer and Nadal are almost had their time now. I'm not a huge, Federer's done, Nadal's almost I'm done. not a huge tennis fan, but it just seems to me like he's always injured just as he's starting to warm up and become really good. Yeah. So I don't know. We have to wait and see. But the other big thing in sport happened yesterday. In More the sport. UFC. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The McGregor-Poirier fight, number three, and Conor McGregor oh. snapping his ankle at the end of the first that round. That was gross. I couldn't watch it. Now, I, I really s- hate looking at stuff like that. It's, oh, my God. It just makes you feel sick. It's bad. Now, we all know that you can't break your ankle just by rolling it. So he must have been kicked there prior and there was a weak spot and then he's obviously stood on a Something weak spot. Like that. Mm. 
I didn't, I didn't watch it, but I, I sent a live stra- an illegal live stream to my mate because he was keen on it. But um, I, don't, I don't really get into it. And why would you – how much money do people pay to stream? 70 bucks. That's a lot of money. What, yeah. How long did the fight last? Five minutes, I reckon, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you get to see the whole card for that. And he was getting the shit kicked out of him, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know. Depends who you ask. Yeah. It's a little bit subjective because a lot of it was grappling and then mm. he was throwing elbows and it was all sorts yeah. of stuff. But what I've noticed with McGregor is there isn't much middle ground when it comes to the like and dislike. You either really like him or yeah. you think he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Actually, I'm in the middle ground, to be uh, honest with you. You just ruined what I said, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know enough about it, to be honest. That's, that's where I am. Well, I think the biggest thing with Conor McGregor for me is I get sucked into the idea that he's going to be as good as he used to be. So going back three or four years, he was unstoppable. And he used to just go out and end people in 10 seconds. Bang. Yeah. Land a wicked punch. And just the way he could time it, it's just amazing. Fuck people's lives up. Love it. But um, he was always just like his, and he still is, so boisterous and so out there in the he's media. He's very good sort of at stuff. marketing and, himself. Yeah. And I'm just constantly drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And you're loving it. He's older. Yeah. He hasn't really beaten anyone worth talking about. Like that fight with Cowboy, you guys don't care because you don't watch it. Yep. But like he's old and past it and it was just a way How old is be... Connor now? He'd be... He's 32. Wow, that's old. Is that old for a UFC fighter? Like yeah. I don't... This again, I don't Fight know. sports probably, yeah. yeah. Any like, th- he was he in his... your 30s in anything except maybe being like a fat... Cricket. Opening batsman or Cricket something. Cricket, you can push 40 easy. <laughs> yeah, like fucking Darren Lehman could have played till he was 60. <laughs> with <laughs> a cigarette playing. in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Meat pie. It just sucks me in. I just want him to win, even though like some of the stuff he says is disrespectful and all that sort of shit, but I just don't care. I just want him to be as good as he was. Bit of a segue here, guys. Yep. You know what? Just speaking about the weekend, I went to a shopping centre and went to a food court. Hadn't been in a while. And for everyone, everyone that doesn't know this, in South Australia, we don't have plastic takeaway cutler anymore, right? Oh, it's wooden. Yeah, everything's oh, wooden. No. So you get oh, paper no. straws and you get wooden forks and sporks and knives. And Did you say spork? It's not yeah. a spork. It's not allowed on this podcast, man. It's called a splayed. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Rick. And even, if, even if it was a spork, you can't say spork. Yeah, all right. Anyway, I was eating with my fork and it snapped in half in my first thing. I went up and got like my first dip. Snapped in half. Frail. They're bad. I went up and got another one. And as I was eating, I was eating an AB pack, right, which is a very greasy thing. It tastes, tastes like I'm licking a chalkboard. The texture of a wooden... Oh, utensil in your mouth. So the utensil even has flavour. It's bad. It's it's like, it's I don't know. Plastic has been underrated for so long. Yeah, and I just don't think we should be going there. Yeah. So, plastic's underrated for like I don't know. It's so plastic killing obviously, the planet. Yeah, you know, no, no. Worse it's a great thing we're done, but there should be another thing like. Can we not come up with like a biodegradable plastic? Because yeah. I can't ever eat out so what again. You're basically saying is. Your enjoyment of the food and the taste is more important ruined. than saving I, the planet. I, I will never go and use wooden cutlery again. It's yeah. too flimsy and it breaks. What about those annoying like cardboard straws that they're using at the moment? Yeah, Maybe. terrible that, as well. That's not on. And you know what? It doesn't work. Yeah. Right? We get it. You're trying to do a good thing, but it just doesn't work. So come up with something else. Soggy and breaks within three or four minutes. And what defeats the whole purpose is you go to Macca's and you get a paper straw, right? The top of the cup's still plastic anyway. That's true. I never thought about that, actually. It's very dumb. That should be plastic. Uh, not plastic. What's the other thing? Wood. Cardboard, <laughs> Cardboard or wood. It, it's like you're trying to Why do Why do you like, need to drink out of a straw anyway? 
Well, that's a good. Oh, I suppose because the the lid in the car keeps it from coming out, and you can't. That's really... a good question. Just take. What about a sippy lid? I think they had sippy lids. Did you just sippy lid? You're using yeah. all these annoying words. In this oh. podcast. We'll get to that later, by the way. Yeah, Ooh, that, that's a, that's a topic. Should we jump into it now? That's I, a great. We segue. might as well. That's a perfect segue. It is, Dan. It was right on our list. Now, there are certain words in the English language that annoy me, annoy you, and annoy Rick. Spork so, is one of them by the sounds spork. of it. Yeah, well, I don't like it either. Spork. Oh, <laughs> Not my now. God. Um, but there's some that get created, like um, certain words that get created that really annoy me. Now, are there any words in particular at the top of your list that you just can't fucking say? I have one that makes me cringe now. I didn't even really know the word existed until COVID, but unprecedented. It's been thrashed. Every time I hear it, I'm like, fuck off. Come and think of another word that means that. Like, it's been absolutely used to death. What are you replacing it with then? I don't know. Um, things never s- happened before. Just be oh. like the word just irritates like me. It, it sounds a lot worse, ev- but yeah, everyone it means just, that you won't get annoyed. Maybe feel, it needs to happen. I feel like people are using it when they don't need to, though. Like, there's yeah. situations where it's valid, but they've yeah. got overused. Rick, what is your number one most annoying word when you hear it? Anything? Um, I just think there's words that you get. Just annoy you, just saying and hearing it. Mine has to be, oh, my God, I hate this so much. I, I don't even want to say it, but when nom, 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 oh, my God. I can't believe nom, I nom. said that. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, I hate yeah, that. Yeah, that's disgusting. And um, this next one, I hate it that much. I actually don't want to say it. I need to get you to say it. What I just, is it? There it is. I'm not, I don't want to say it out loud because I'm that annoyed by it. Do the, do the accent too. When people say this. Oh, I'm not going to do the accent. That's not even a word. That's a sentence almost. Okay. Get okay. in my belly. So you must be referencing. Oh, get Aust- in my belly. Oh, there my. it is. God, <laughs> why are they so both much. food related? Who do you hang around in your spare time? <laughs> maybe that's that's that, maybe that's why it's annoying. Like it's a food thing. Like nom 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 nom. Get in my belly. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I hate He's it about so to much. Fucking lose. I really can't stand that. Like when someone is eating something nice, or they're about to, or they see a nice photo of some food, and they say that. I really oh. can't do it. I <laughs> so get you see red. Easily. I do. I hate it. The list goes on, but they're oh. my top two. Do you know what makes me want to gag? Oh what? When I hear women say bro. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. what, okay. yes. What about when they say dude? They call you dude. Yeah, dude's not as bad. It's still bad. But I, when I was shopping, after I had my spork incident, right, so I was already upset. So you'd just been to Cotton On to buy another tower jumper, yeah. but they'd already... Burnt them all because no one bought them. <laughs> yep. Then you went and got a greasy AB pack and you were licking cardboard. Yep. And then you went and someone called you bro. No, no, no. It was uh, a, a girl shock, said to it. Like, I'm talking. I'm talking about like a 20 year old girl Surprised said to her partner. <laughs> she was like, "Check that out, bro." And I just to me, ugh, I just that's yeah. not on. No good. You, don't, you can't yeah. call your boyfriend bro. That's not. That's off. That's, I hate the word apostrophe. Apostrophe? What people yeah. saying it? I just hate it. But I just don't like the word. Here's the thing, though: when <laughs> when someone says that they hate a word just because it doesn't annoy you, that doesn't mean shit. Certain sounds and words just trigger people. But like, it's like when they're trying to explain their name or spelling, or and something then they like say that. apostrophe. It's Wilson apostrophe Hyman. Wow, oh, you got a really good gay voice. It's a really good gay voice. Fuck Actually, off. one thing that infuriates me—I don't know why—is if I'm ever watching, let's say a TV series yep. where, you know, we're like 10 or 13 episodes in and let's yeah. say it's like a dating reality show. Okay. I'm watching with Alison yeah. yeah. and someone goes, oh, my God, like I've been with all the guys and my journey has just been like so oh, life-changing. The journey, journey, not the journey. Anyone that uses the word Anything journey. but the journey. 
That is horrible. I remember once on oh. came up in my Facebook memories the other day. I was watching <clears throat> MasterChef, mm. and it was. Oh, there would have been so many journeys on that show. <laughs> but wow. this lady, this guy got eliminated or evicted or whatever they do. Good. And <laughs> this lady goes, "Oh, I've known Mark since the start of the show." And it's like, "Oh, really? Like, what, hasn't everyone? <laughs> yeah, even the viewer." It's like you fucking retard. Of course you have. Like. You're not going to not know him when you're on the same show <laughs> together, are you? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, fuck, fuck everyone's journey. Other word I hate is COVID. I actually just hate the word. The way it sounds, it's fucking annoying. Wait, i got one mm. for you. What about COVID cluster? Does that annoy you? Oh, yeah. That annoys me. Cluster. Cluster and COVID. COVID cluster. Shut the fuck up. Sounds like you're turning German when you say it like that. I don't know. There's just words, man. There's certain things that just trigger me, and that's two words. Do you know what triggers me? What? Bit of five seconds or something. Oh, I love it. Getting ready. This is your week. Mark. All right, who wants to go first? I'll go. All right, I've got to find my list that's buried in here. All right. Give me three correct answers in five seconds, sir. Okay. Name three. Wizzy. Oh, yeah. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Name three girl names without the letter R in it. Leah, Amanda, Emma. Oh, well done. That's an impossible question. You know, you did exactly what you said you were going to do last week. Yeah. You waited two seconds yeah. and then you came out with your answers. That's exactly right. If you rush it, you stuff it. Just give yourself time. <laughs> Five seconds. I love that. Five seconds is longer than Is that than the you new think. slogan? <laughs> you rush it, you stuff it. Oh, oh well done. done. Mark's going to be on self-help tutorial videos on <laughs> YouTube. Now... Rush it, you stuff. All right, Rick. Name three things on a computer you wouldn't want someone to find. Uh, your bank account details, your passwords, and porn. Oh, there's. he just took my tactic. We didn't hear anything for a few seconds yeah. and then bang, bang, I thought bang. I was going to lose it, yeah. actually. I was like, porn, oh, no. porn was like... Number one. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I was going to say search history if that was uh, directed at me. That would have been well, it's not because you asked the question. Then move on. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. I'm oh. hoping, by the way, I hope the viewers listening like do these in their heads as they should they, do. They better. Although I, th- I feel like you guys would put them off whilst yeah. they're trying. All right, name three things. No, don't know what I wrote there. Name three things you see at a car crash. Dead people, um, broken glass, and people watching. Hmm. Not a bad sorry, one. Sorry to get dark. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's very good. But there's dead people there. Rick, name three words you can signal with your hands. Go, stop, and fuck you. Yeah, well done. Yeah, we're on fire. You guys are. I don't like that you found the hack. It's not as entertaining. I didn't stop that time. I just bloody launched. Nah, you do. Maybe. Launched. All right. <clears throat> name three ways you can rip your pants. Uh, oh, damn, no. Drew Blank. I was. Yeah. You got anything now? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, With your hands, catch it on a nail, yeah, bending the, over when the, you're too fat. Yeah. yeah, that was a bad one. All right, Rick, name three ways to cook toast. In a toaster, in a frying pan, or under the grill. Oh, Very easy. Oh, God. Damn. Done. All right, is that three each? 
I got pff, I got two. Yeah, well, you probably don't oh, deserve a third. No, I definitely don't. <coughs> no, he's had three. No, I've had three. three I got two out of three. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Come on, Dan. Oh, cool. All right, let's move on. I had fun. Let's go. What else do you do in this? You don't keep track of who's bloody doing what. Mate, I can't, sit there I can't even read my own handwriting. You your Very bad. All over the place, mate. Last week, couldn't, couldn't print it out properly, so I handwrote them, and this week, fucked that up. So Speaking about opinions and podcasts, yep. I'm always intrigued by this. I'll give you some background, right? Uh, six years ago, in this exact month and days and weeks, mm. Rachel and I were on a holiday through Europe. Yep. And I distinctly remember when we were on this holiday, it was... Um, obviously summer over in Europe, winter here. Mm. And I just remember every time I'd open up or log into Facebook, comments from people back home saying, oh, it's so cold. It's like, okay, mm. fucking it happens once a year, guys. It's called winter. Yeah. Get used to it. Oh, oh, it's cold. Oh, I'm so cold. Oh, it's wet. Oh, it's darker. Yeah, okay. Fucking daylight savings, winter, get over it. Are these same people um, posting photos of themselves in Europe maybe a few years ago saying, take me take back? Take me back. Oh, that's another story. Fuck those people, by the way. Yeah, we'll leave that for another time. Yep. But it gets me thinking, what do you like better, summer or winter? And it seems like a really straightforward thing, but my problem with winters in Australia, and Adelaide in particular, is it gets so cold, but there's no snow. There's actually no benefit for how cold it is. No. You go to places where it snows, you've got heaps of other things to do. Do you know what else it brings with it? A lot of wind. And a lot of uh, rain and you end up not being able to do anything after work. Like in daylight savings times, if you get home at five or six, you've got a good three or four hours to go out and go fishing, go to the beach, and it's still like hot as fuck and you can do everything. But winter, you come home and you're like, well, it's dark and it's raining. I've, there's no activities to do. So you're stuck inside. Mm. It, being in Australia, do you guys prefer very, very cold weather or very, very hot weather if you had to choose one? I have an opinion on this. When I didn't have kids... I'm hoping that you have the same opinion as me. Go on. When I didn't have kids, I used to really love the cold because you can always warm yourself up easy. Yeah. Put a blanket on, Mm -hmm. put my clothes on, whatever. Now I've got kids, Rachel runs the fucking heater and the air conditioner constantly. Yeah. And it's like burning money. Yeah. Burning money. But... It costs a lot, doesn't it, to just always have the heater on? So much. Yeah, I'm torn on this. Like, I I hate being cold. Like, it's very cold tonight, and you've even noticed how cold it is. Yeah. My hands and my fingers get like really stiff and yuck. Yeah, and my feet get really cold. Yeah, I don't like it. But I like, much prefer cold over hot. I, the the um, discomfort that comes with being cold, I much prefer over being hot any day of the week. Okay, here's any the, day. here's the thing. I feel like in summer though, it's a quick fix. It's like a pedestal fan in front of you and. It's pretty much done the job, unless yep. it's a 40-degree day, which is fucking impossible. But winter, you grab the blanket, you put on all these layers, and it still takes like a 20-minute process for your body temperature to warm up everything. It's too long. I don't like it. So I definitely was like you, yep. thinking winter, easier to warm up, all that sort of stuff, like the cold. And I love rain. Actually, rain I really love. I love, I love rain. rain. And I love storms. Really? Fucking love rain. Sound of rain on the roof. I can fall asleep in a heart. Thank you. This so is good. what I'm into. This is what I why I like it. Part of the reason. But purely for, for the electric <laughs> electric power bill reason, Yeah. in the summer, my solar panels pay for my power bill. Mm. I'm, I'm neutral. All right. Yep. Pretend money doesn't matter. So It does, Mark. Okay, it does. But let's pretend it doesn't. Cold or hot? Kids or no kids? Cold if I don't have kids. 
Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, no. no. What if I do? Money doesn't matter. You're going to choose winter over summer. Yeah. If money doesn't matter, aren't the kids like, that doesn't matter. Summer is the fun you don't time. Have to pay for the, All right. the bill. If money didn't matter, I'd go and move somewhere that had snow and I'd just go snowboarding. Thank you. Oh, you guys are disgusting. I love oh, snowboarding. The heat is disgusting. <clears throat> I hate mosquitoes. End of story. Okay. Right. Well, you're so infatuated with summer, but then you're also worried about going in the ocean, which is the best way to cool down. Because well, of sharks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, this I did want to mention some statistics on sharks. Some what? Sorry, Hang statistics. On. Great white sharks. Mm. Shark attacks or just sharks? Both, actually. Let's yeah. do both. Well, All right, go on. Okay. Yeah. You, your bodyboard's still here, by the way. That you yeah. told me to look after. Yeah. You obviously haven't used it in a few years. Well, why if not? You invite me to go bodyboarding. Maybe I'll use it again. But, but I don't think I ever will because I'm too scared to go on the water. Of sharks. Yeah. Well, we're located right now at Ordinga. So we're actually in a spot where if you're going to get taken by a shark, isn't this like one of the more likely spots where it will happen? Yeah, we had one about 40 years ago right off that beach and he got bitten in half. Scuba diving. No, snorkeling. Yeah. Hmm. A snorkeler. Yeah. No, scuba diving. I don't know. 40 years ago. Yeah, 1976. So it was a recent one. Yeah. I forget his name. Um, Yeah, he's a guy. Um, No. Again, on the podcast, forget everything. Rodney Fox. That's the one. Thank you very much. Yeah, that yeah. he now runs um, a charter at Port Lincoln. No, he doesn't. He's dead. He got bitten in half, you just said. No, he got bitten in half. No, no, no. Okay, no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. He got bitten. He didn't get bitten in half. All right. Well, he got bitten in the half of him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is correct. Yeah. Anyway, he does charters at Port Lincoln takes people to go um, diving with great white sharks. Yeah. So he runs a business in Port Lincoln. And he had now like a massive shark. Uh, um, yeah. To go. yeah, he loves them. Yeah. But my Sorry. <laughs> i got to pull you up on your shit, English. You just called an activist an actigate. No. You can listen to the tape I back didn't say later. activist. Oh, you were trying okay. to say activist. I was trying to say advocate. Advocate. Yeah, that's the word. Ah. <laughs> See? You got the word wrong. All right. right. Tell us some stories. Okay, so anyway. Come on. I was thinking about this the other day because – I've noticed, obviously, with all the lockdowns and stuff, yeah. there wasn't a lot of people in the water last year at all. Yeah. All right? There but, fucking was, by the way. Well, there probably was, but not as many, right? But get this. So we had a shark attack about six days ago on Sunshine Coast. Guy got bitten in half on his half, right? Yeah. And did he die? No, survived. But in 2018, 2019, there were 64 shark attacks worldwide. Okay. All right. Each each year, sixty-six and sixty-four. All right. Yeah. Then in twenty twenty, it dropped to fifty-seven. Everyone's all inside, not allowed at the beach. So a drop of about eight. Yeah, which isn't much. Yeah. We're halfway through twenty twenty-one. We've already had forty-five. Okay. So we're on track for ninety, which is thirty-three percent more. Where are these coming? Um, I just had a look before that. We you no, got where it. are they? Oh um oh okay. So you want to start with last year? Australia had eighteen, thirty-three in USA. USA. Yeah. That surprises me. And guess what? I would have thought South Africa was right up there. Yeah. Their worst year was 2015 with eight shark attacks. Okay. But that's like breeding grounds and they're like seal colonies. So these people that are getting taken, are they just regular swimmers or snorkelers or scuba divers or what? Okay, so. They're transporting meat across the Tasman. (laughs) This is the weird thing, right? Only 4% are scuba attacks. Okay. 4% is low. I would have thought it would be like 20, 30%. But obviously the, the highest one was surfboards and water sports at 61 and swimming's only at 26. So you're relatively safe if you're swimming. You so, guys will be able to – it's uh, when you dive uh, 
abalone. Yeah. Yep. They get attacked a lot. Like yeah. They must be high on that scale. Yeah, really. and I don't know why because, you know, you watch all these documentaries about sharks attacking things on the top, like the surface oh. of the water that look like seals. People down that, like, I don't know, like, do seals sit down the bottom of the water picking up abalone? Well, I, well, sharks would be, more often than not, closer to the bottom than the top, nah. you'd think. No, nah, I don't know. No? Nah. What do you mean? They don't. What do you mean? They don't go to the bottom. Ever? Oh, sometimes maybe, I don't know. But Are you making up stats again? <laughs> why would you accuse me of that? Well, let's, let's look into great white shark behaviour. Well, I sort of have. I think they do a bit of everything. Actually, do you know what's insane? Do you hear this story in 2014? Yeah. They tagged a, uh, I think it was a bit, just under a three-metre uh, great white shark off the coast of WA, mm. and the, they were watching its uh, GPS tracker, and it was sitting about 200 feet underwater, cruising around, oh, there and you then go. all of a sudden the GPS tracker went up um, to like, I think it almost doubled in temperature. <laughs> Into the sky. <laughs> no, it doubled in temperature and then it dropped like a kilometre down and it had been eaten by something. Oh, and they wow. still don't even know if it was a giant squid or a bigger shark and then the tag washed up um, months later. Giant squid eating a three-metre great white shark. Probably. You've been watching movies again? Mate. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Have you, have you looked at the a whole ocean? giant squid. You tell me when you've gone down under oh the ocean. Can you, can you tell me what movie that was? I want to watch it. <laughs> uh, it was is it just YouTube. Squid Attacks 2. <laughs> giant squid eating a three-metre great white shark. Yeah, big. Anyway, so what's the moral Again. of the story? Stay the hell out of the water. Well, I summer? think so. I, I'm, I'm saying summer's the best, but don't go in the water. Yeah. Too deep. Um, like maybe waste is the most I'll go now. Well, are we never going snorkeling again? Dan, um, are we not going to go bodyboarding again? I don't know. Maybe get me drunk. Then I might drown. Done. We'll see how that goes. Oh, well, if you die in the water, you won't be anyone. No, but I could be someone else. (laughs) This is one of my favourites. We know. This is better than five seconds. Who could it be now? Vic, what do you prefer? I just prefer the whole thing. Oh. Nah, he likes five seconds because he's got a better chance of winning it. All rounder. Bullshit. I fucking kill this sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. All right, cool. I was born on September 19, 1974 in Bay Ridge neighbourhood of Brooklyn, New York City. I'm a man. I have described my childhood as idyllic because my parents were overprotective. Me and my sister Gloria were unable to leave the house and had to ride our bicycles in the backyard. I attended the Roman Catholic School of St. Mary of the Snow. I considered being a priest but um, when I was an altar boy, but became more interested in comedy instead. As a teenager, I, delivered, I, was, I developed an obsession with the late-night comedy program Saturday Night Live. Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg. No. Oh. No. I watched it religiously, although I was only allowed to see the clean parts. This that, isn't DiCaprio, is it? No. That my parents taped for me. I was musically inclined and started playing guitar at the age of 13. I would go on to perform comedy and music in various contests and shows. Sandler. No, we had that last week. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I won, a, I, won a young, <laughs> I won a young comedian's contest with an impression of Pee Wee Herman. I graduated in 1992 and attended the College of St. Rose in uh, New York, where I was a computer science major before switching to communications in my senior year. On weekends, I would perform um, comedy stand-up. 
I dropped out of college a semester shy of my degree in communications in 1995 and moved to Los Angeles to, um, to pursue a comedy full-time. My one line... Just one comedy? Just one comedy. <laughs> my, one, my one line in the 1997 film Father's Day was cut, but I can still be seen in the background. Have you seen that movie? No. It's a good movie. Cool. Thanks, mate. Mm. No, it's actually really good. Uh, in 1998, I appeared briefly on the show Spin City in the second season as a man selling <clears> photographs. <throat> you seen that either? I was uh, still fixated on joining Saturday Night Live after two years of working with the Groundlings. I auditioned for the program in 1997, but I was unsuccessful. Oh, this is tough. It is a tough one. Saturday Night Live. I landed my second audition at the age of 23. It's not Will Ferrell. And I was told by several people that the creator almost never laughed during the auditions, but I had her in stitches. <clears throat> I debuted on Saturday Night Live and as a feature player at the beginning of the show's 24th season in September 1998. I became a star by my fourth episode. I became a celebrity considered charming by my largely female-based audience, receiving numerous letters from fans and becoming the subject of fan sites. I began to pursue a movie career in 2004, I signed on for my first lead role in Taxi, a remake of a French film. With big expectations from the studio, Taxi premiered in late 2004 and was a flop. In 2005, I starred in a romantic comedy, Fever Pitch. It did not fare much better than Taxi, receiving mild reviews. Film offers decreased and... Is it Jack Donaghy? What's that guy's name? No. Nah. Uh, two chances for major films, considered failures. Uh, fuck, this is the last one. <clears throat> right. We suck. Hopefully you get it on this because we've never had you guys not get it. All right. Prior to leaving Saturday Night Live, I was told to be a, I'd be a good fit to take over NBC's late night franchise when the then host, Conan O'Brien, would depart the show to host the long-running Tonight Show in the future. Oh, I know this guy. Some of my connections. Oh, I know him too. He's in the baseball film with Drew Barrymore. I know the guy too. Hang on. He's in the baseball film with Drew Barrymore. I don't know his name. Oh. Some of my connections urged the NBC to give me a holding deal in February 2007 so that I couldn't be lured elsewhere. To prepare for the role of a late-night host, I I toured many clubs for eight months straight where I tested out a new 50-minute routine. The late-night show was a success for over four years. On April 3, 2013, following a period of speculation, NBC announced that I would succeed Jay Leno following the 2014 Winter Olympics to become the sixth permanent host of The Tonight Show. We know Can you give the first letter of his first name? J. Je- Jevon Bowles. Can you give his initials? J. F. Uh, Jeremy John Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Oh wow. Well, yeah. Jer- Jer- I, knew Jer- was, Jer- I knew who it was. I just could fucking hard, wasn't it? Yeah, it's harder it's... when there's no movies in there. Well, if there's movies, I know then it shows over. But I don't. Jimmy Fallon, not did that. You, in, you did have him. You not said that interested. You said something earlier about him and Drew Barrymore or something. Was that? Uh, what? I reckon I was thinking of another person. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I still don't know that guy's name because he's not in any, in any well-known movies. He's just in. I think he did a couple. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, far out. Well, that was a bad one. The, uh, mate, well, challenging doesn't make it bad, the, and just because you lost. And you there might have been other people out there that smashed the view, that earlier. The viewers, hopefully, the viewers got that. Well, not too early. Otherwise, I would have been listening for like five minutes for no reason. But <laughs> Mark, you don't have to have a midlife crisis just because you lost. Oh, all right, I'm thinking about the viewers. You're thinking about yourself. All right, moving on. He gets really salty if it's not a serial killer or like a movie star, doesn't he? 
He keeps asking for Osama Bin Laden. Yeah, I know. I can't do that. Not, not ever going to happen. Osama. Yeah. What am I going to say? Grew up in Iraq and then everyone's going to know exactly what it is. It's all over. He probably didn't Rose grow up in, Iraq, in Actually, go, going back to Rose crisis. to fame in 2001. <laughs> do you think he had a midlife crisis at like 22? Well, that, how do you ever know? How do you know when to have a midlife crisis? Because you don't know when you're going to die. Well, that's true. What, what is the new age midlife crisis? Is it halfway between? It's 25. Do you reckon 25? I reckon 27. I had a quarter life crisis at 25, I reckon. What was your problem? Uh, just everything wasn't happening to the way I thought it was, probably. Quarter life crisis. Hang on. So you're at 25 and you wanted to be here, here and here and you weren't quite there yet. Maybe. Mm. I think, yeah. Yeah, it's weird like that, isn't it? I don't know. Who really cares? Like, Well, everything's getting later and later. Like, you go back 30 years, it was like, be married by 1920, have a house by 22 and have five kids. Now that's like 28, 30. Yeah, people start having kids when they're 40. When Have you ever had a midlife or a quarter life crisis? I think I'm going through one now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I was 25, you talk of the quarter life crisis, things were flying for me. Mm. Now... Certain things are out of place. So I think it's different for everyone. Yeah. You, know, sort of in so and you, out of you reckon it's an expectation basis? I think so. And is that on uh, your role models in your life or is it just on where you put yourself in your life? Well, it all, it all comes from somewhere, doesn't it? So it has to, yeah. Um, I'm happy to share. I always thought because my parents met in high school. And That's they, cute. They were together from when they were 16 or 17 or something like that. And then they got married when they were 21. I thought, oh, that sounds pretty good. And they were, you know, they were really, really yeah. good role models for me. So I thought that's how I should do it. So you were a victim of what I was saying before. You were sort of had that 70s, 80s mentality of that's how things yeah. should be done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I know people who exactly the same thing, but I sort of got my shit together in my own time when I was ready. Mm. But I know people who had that expectation and then they let that kind of fuck with all their other relationships up until they're in their 30s. Yeah, right. So you just, I don't know, you just got to go with the flow. Yeah, it's got to suit you and your personality too. Yeah. Because like for me, like Alison and I, we're like, especially with COVID going on, we're like, we could get married, but we don't care that much, really. Like it's not a priority at all. I hope she doesn't listen to the podcast. (laughs) No, we've had this conversation. It's the same like with kids. We're in no rush at all. Like I'm not, if someone says to me like, oh, you've got to have them by, you know, the time she's 30 or whatever, like, well, maybe. There, think, there is some time constraints. I think constraints, what you're doing, though, is the right way to go about it. Don't have expectations. Don't put pressure on yourself. You do things how you want to do it and yeah. don't let outside noise influence your decisions. Exactly. And do it most of the like time Rick most did. people just don't do it know when what it, the fuck they're talking when about. When it anyway. feels right, just do it. There's yeah. no pressure. I mean, no one else is living your life but you, so you just do it the best you can. That is a beautiful summary. Mm. Very good. Fantastic. All right, guys. Well, that's it for the tonight and we'll have to move on. Hey, do the things. Oh, everyone come and check us out on all of the best profiles that we have, which include Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, TikTok. No, the talk. We call the it talk, the talk. Sorry. Uh, all the podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, podcasts, everything. <laughs> Shit, how many things are we on? Oh, I fucking don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right thanks, guys. See you guys. Enjoy. See At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.